Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Thursday morning. And uh, hope everybody uh, had a good night's rest and ready to hit the day running. And uh, uh, mute my television. <laughs> I've got to mute it uh, yeah, after I do my personal devotions in the morning. I turn on a little Fox News, sees what's going on in the world. And uh forgot to uh, mute that. So, But anyway, I do hope everybody's uh, got a good day ahead of them. And uh, we're going to use this day to glorify the Lord and uh, make it the best that we can. And uh, so uh, I, I know uh, the world is spinning madly out of control. But at least we, we serve an almighty God who is in control. And no matter what happens, we can cling to him and know that he's going to take all of our needs according to his riches and glory. And, uh, uh, of course, when I say that, that's all, you know, talking about there's, there's, there's unfortunately, uh, pastors out there who, uh, uh, want to teach, um, uh, peace and prosperity. And, uh, and if you're, uh, sick or if you're poor or, and, or both, then that means you don't, uh, you're not serving God the right way. That's the most bogus bunch of bull. <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. God it is not here to bless your pocketbook, you know. In fact, that kind of goes back a little bit to what we were talking about last night. I meant to mention, and I forgot, but uh, when we were talking about God's discipline and his correction, uh, that's one thing that uh, they thought uh, then uh, was that uh, if you were doing good, if you were doing what you're supposed to, then you'd be, uh, you would have wealth and you would have health. And uh, and, so, and, that's, and that's why we see in Luke, uh, in, um, oh goodness, my mind's went blank. Um, anyway, talking about the Beatitudes and, and it just it blew their mind to understand it. And that's why we see the rich man in Lazarus and the rich man in hell and the poor man Lazarus in heaven. And it, it was the complete contrast of what they believed. And, uh, and, I, and sadly, uh, we see those kind of things, uh, even today that people think that, um, if you're doing, uh, you know, the right thing all the time and, uh, therefore you're always going to be rewarded. That's not how life works. And, uh, bad stuff happens. We have to uh, go through trials or tribulations sometimes. And that doesn't mean, you know, just like the, uh, Pharisees and such, uh, they're talking about the blind man that Jesus healed. And they said, well, is he blind, uh, or was it the disciples asked that? Yeah, it was the disciples that asked that. Said, is he blind because of uh, his parents? And, uh, you know, and that's what they thought because of the sins of the parents, and that's why he was blind. And that's, that's, that's not what God's word's about and uh, in, in, uh, in how things work. Things happen in his life because we live in a fallen world. And uh, so just remember that, you know, don't uh, every time something bad happens in this world uh, to you or things aren't going your way, your car breaks down, uh, tire goes flat, uh, you're uh, gaining weight like I am and can't find nothing to wear, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's uh, or, you know, uh, bills come unexpectedly. It is uh, easy to be like, well, I'm tired that I'm doing what I'm supposed to. What's going on? You know, you feel like you're doing something wrong. And that's just, that's just not how it works, you know. So every time you sin and then something happens, 
Uh, don't be like, well, oh, well, God's punished me because I messed up. Uh, again, God's not out to get you. I think that's a lot of people's mentality. Uh, so don't have that kind of, of, of thinking. All right. Uh, remember, we got to have a loving Heavenly Father who's there to help us. And that's why he sent us the, the Paracletos, the Holy Spirit, to guide us and encourage us. Uh, so that uh, uh, when we go through these things, uh, we can have that helper. And uh, and a, a God who's out to get you is not going to send you uh, the help and uh, the strength and the endurance you need uh, in these different situations. But um, um, but anyway, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. Let me get over here. There we go. So those on the website can follow along and uh, be sure if you have a hat on to please remove it, to stand, place your hand over your heart. And uh, let me get this up here. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. I look forward to saying that pledge every morning. I hope that you do as well. And uh, you know, it's, I tell you what, it's a wonderful thing uh, to be able to uh, recite that pledge each morning. Uh, the men and women who have died and sacrificed uh, for us to have the freedoms that we hold dear. You know, uh, for these turkeys to protest uh, the way they are if it hadn't been for the great sacrifice of uh, so many they wouldn't have the right to do that and uh and yet they're protesting to take away <laughs> rights that would that have been given to us in this country it just absolutely blows my mind i don't know but uh, good morning miss mousy and uh, we're praying for your mother and i hope she's doing well and uh, uh glad she's watching this morning all right, well, let's go ahead and get our, which I'm going to grab my Bible. Uh, I forgot to have it over here with me. Uh, look over here, Romans chapter 14, and we're going to read verses 18 and 19. So if you have your Bibles handy, I bring the, have that ready. If not, I have it here to where you can read along with me. So, uh, Romans 14, 18, For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and the things wherewith one may edify another. All righty. As me, Peppy, always say, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. All righty. Well, my friends, um, looking at this, the, these passages this morning, a couple of things we need to do. Um, as Christians, you know, one thing I've been really trying to emphasize uh, and uh, to encourage you in your spiritual walk, uh, to encourage spiritual growth, uh, is, uh, you know, first of all, you got to get off your duff and do something. Uh, you got to quit laying around, poor pitiful me, expect everything coming your way. And uh, we've got to, we have a responsibility, uh, as I was talking about last night's uh, message. Uh, we have a responsibility as Christians to get out there and do uh, uh, what the Lord has called us to do. And, um, a couple of things we need to work on. Uh, one is that we need to serve God as if he's the one uh, that uh, is, is needing uh, uh, all the um, uh, serving or, or help or 
whatever it may, you know, however you want to word that there, you know, we're always used to God helping us. We're always used to God uh, always trying to provide for us. You know, I think sometimes we put God in a box and we look to him as a heavenly genie to bless our every whim and, and prayer. And uh, But we have to go to God sometimes as the one uh, treating him as if he's the one who's always uh, needing something, uh, needing, and he does. He needs our communication between us and him. Uh, he needs our complete and total love. Uh, that's why it says, "Who are less father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Who are less son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me." Uh, but here's the thing, though: by doing that, if we're constantly trying to give to God, uh, you know, we're, we're going to give him exactly what he wants. His our full focus total attention, putting him above everything and anything else in this world. And and that's what I'm, what I'm trying to get at. I know my brain doesn't always work as clearly, and I don't always communicate uh, as clearly as, as, as others might uh, articulate, uh, but I um, uh, but hopefully you understand what I'm trying to say, that we need to, to constantly be going to God, God, how can I help you? How can I serve you? How can I, uh, uh, what, what can I do to, uh, to honor you today? You see what I'm saying? We're constantly doing that. And, but the point here, and the main focus that we're looking at here, is striving for that, um, uh, for that holiness uh, that we all need to be striving for. And we're striving for holiness. Uh, something that we uh, will want to do is always demonstrate that fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control, treating others as ourselves. You see what I'm saying? We're seeing all these attributes that the Bible tells us we need to do. And that, and so by striving for that holiness, we will fulfill those very things that the Bible is telling us that we need to do, treating others as ourselves. You know, um, how many times do you see somebody with their arms full? Do you go over and, and say, hey, let me get the door for you. Let me help you. Uh, you know, nothing more aggravating than trying to be nice to somebody and they don't even acknowledge you. You know, I've held, I've held the door for people and just walk in like, you know, <laughs> and you're like, well, you're welcome. You know, uh, I hate being at Walmart. Excuse me. And they just look at you, you know. Uh, the other day, me and Brandy was driving. And I was trying to be nice. There's a lot of traffic. I thought I'd stop at, uh, at a point where um, uh, a woman could get out. I was trying to get out. Didn't even acknowledge I haven't done anything. Didn't even so much as throw up her hand. And I thought, man, what the heck is wrong with these people? You know, you try to do something nice. You can't say thank you, throw up your hand, give me a middle finger or something. You know, I just, I, I, I can't stand rudeness, you know. And, um, but um, we need to be striving. We need to watch our language. You know, it just amazes me. Uh, again, you know, we're supposed to hate sin. And uh, there's a lot of Christians out there who cuss like it's no big deal, you know. And uh, God's Word tells us to put away all filthy communication. And, uh, you know, nobody's perfect. You know, you hit, you smash that thumb or uh, stub that toe or uh, some jerk pulls right out in front of you. Sometimes things slip out, you know. Uh, they, you like, oh, gosh, I wish I hadn't said that or done that. You know, it kind of it kind of hits you before you realize it. But um, whether it's that, uh, put away all filthy communication, uh, whether it's putting the, uh, demonstrating the fruits of the Spirit, treating others as ourselves, uh, fulfilling the, that, the, the, uh, the commandment of, of, of love the Lord thy God with all of our hearts, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves, uh, you know, for, you know, trying to strive for that. But the point is to constantly be striving for holiness to be striving to have that mind of Christ, to be striving to do what is right in God's eyes. You know, uh, again, and I, I feel like I'm um, 
uh, sound like a broken record here sometimes, and, and I don't want to to do that, but it's just trying to drive the point home that uh, quit trying to justify your sin. I mean, you know, and, uh, because that will impede your goal to strive for that, that mind of Christ, that holiness. Because if you're constantly justifying your sin, then there's no need for repentance, there's no need for asking for forgiveness, and therefore you're not striving to better yourself, striving to put away those things that are hindering your relationship with Christ. And um, so that's why we need to be very aware of, the, of any and all sins uh, that we're committing and trying to bring that before God, make ourselves right before Christ, and, uh, and try to work on that right relationship with Him. And, uh, uh, you know, that's why we have to hate sin. We have to abhor sin. And, uh, and you need to get your head uh, out of the, uh, you know, quit worrying about everything going on in this world. Quit worrying about, uh, you know, I'm not saying not to pay your bills. I'm not saying not to, to pay your electricity. I'm not saying to do those, not to do those things. The point is, is to keep your eyes on the Lord. Quit worrying about the things in this world. The things that are not going to last. All these things are going to be destroyed. When you get to heaven, you ain't going to be able to take your money with you. You know, it's it's the, the attitude of constantly keeping your eyes on the Lord. Asking the Lord each day, Lord, how can I better be used for your service? How can I strive for that holiness? How can I, you know, that's one thing we constantly see that Christians are set apart. Israel was set apart. We see these things time and again. They were set apart for God's glory, for his holiness. And we are set apart as Christians, all right, for God's good work, his pleasure, his holiness. We need to be striving for that same type of holiness of Jesus Christ. And when you're set apart, then you need to be different from those who are in the world. We need to show forgiveness when forgive when uh, forgiveness is is the last thing we want to do because when we somebody wrongs us we want to hold that grudge we want to have hate in our heart we want to smash that face you know I'm talking from personal experience uh, you know that uh, when someone has wronged me the first thing I want to do is start swinging and that is the wrong attitude and that's why I have to reel that in uh, give up for God. Ask for forgiveness and pray for that individual so that those people will not have power over you. You pray and have forgiveness not allow that bitterness to dwell up within you. To show kindness when and when people are rude. Uh, to show love when you're given hatred. You see what I'm saying? You're, you're showing how we are set apart from the rest of the world. See, it's easy to show hate. It's easy to be bitter. It's easy to get angry. It's easy to say things you shouldn't. It's easy to do those things. But for those of us who are saved, for those who are Christians, we have been set apart. And so if, as a Christian, as a child of God, you need to take that seriously. You need to, to constantly be striving for that mind of Christ and not giving in to the things of this world, not compromising with the things of this world, not justifying your sin, making out like your sin is no big deal. Well, it could be worse. I could have done this. I could have done that need to put those things away. We need to strive to have that mind of Christ. The only way you can do that is staying daily in the Word, staying daily in prayer, staying daily uh, trying to communicate with God the Father, constantly uh, having prayer at the, at the, in, your, in your mouth, 
praying, God, you know, when you're talking to somebody, Lord, uh, help me to figure out a way to witness to this person, to minister to this person. Help me to show Jesus this individual. It could be your boss. It could be the boss's boss. It could be a co-worker. It could be a school friend. It could be, you know, any number of people that you're running across. It could just be a cashier at the Walmart. It could be praying, Lord, give me the wisdom. Help me, Lord, to, to talk to this person. When someone I am wrong, let me show love. You know, that is demonstrating Christ Jesus within us. And that's why we can read here with all confidence. For he that that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and the things wherewith one may edify another. Let us encourage one another. You know, that's one thing that when we go before God uh, each and every day, let us make sure that we're praying that not only will we be equipped for the battle, edified that would be fed from god's word but most importantly that we will glorify god in heaven so we want to always glorify god in all that we think say or do as we're going out and about our day so i hope that you are ask yourself you know if you're what you know for those who are watching or listening today am i striving for holiness am i striving am i or am i just going to church to see what i can get out of it Am I uh, uh, just looking for a church that uh, I can get a good feeling out of, or I can have, go to listen to a praise uh, song, uh, a praise team at a church where it can just uh, evoke an emotion? You know, emotions are uh, are, are fleeting. You know, you, uh, music can be moving, but uh, if that's the only reason why you're going and you're not getting any meat out of the sermon, and you're just all you're doing is just uh, uh, listen to some. Uh, a uh, little guy trying to be cute, and he's not uh, giving you real uh, meat uh, to, uh, uh, to to for, for spiritual growth, then you need to be going to a church somewhere where you can actually be learning that may step on your toes, may say things you may not even like. But if it helps you to spur on that spiritual growth, then that's where you need to be. You know, we don't want enough of this fluff, all right? Enough, you know, it's just like cotton candy. There's a lot of fluff there, but once you put it in your mouth, it melts, it goes away in a heartbeat. Uh, we've had enough churches with fluff. It's, it's time that we're getting some real meat. We're at the forefront of a battle, maybe a battle many of us have never, ever tried to face before. And that's why we need uh, to strive for that holiness. It's one thing to be edified. It's one thing to be equipped. But are you glorifying the Lord? Are you striving for that holiness? Are you striving to be that witness? Are you striving to be different from those who are in the world? Are you striving for those things? Are you demonstrating the fruits of the Spirit? Are you putting away that filthy communication? All these things that we need to be uh, self-aware of and that we're, we're, when we send a mess up, to learn from that experience and to strive to do better and to honor the Lord uh, uh, the next time when, when we, that uh, the devil tempts us to do something we shouldn't, we're aware of that and we avoid that pitfall and snare so that we can continue on our journey into that holiness. So I uh, hope this will give you some food for thought today and that you will use it uh, to, uh, to glorify the Lord as you're going out and about your day. Good morning, Teresa. Let's go ahead and have a uh, quick word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace, your mercy. Lord, thank you for allowing us to come together and have this uh, uh, little devotional this morning. Help us, Lord Jesus, to each and every day to glorify you in our thoughts, when we're alone, when we're in front of people. Uh, no matter the circumstance, Lord Jesus, we're demonstrating Christ. We're still demonstrating your love, and we're demonstrating a change of heart. Let us be a witness to those around us. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, 
Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, watch over, protect us. And Lord, uh, help us as we're going out about our day. And uh, Lord, let's pray that uh, you'll be with us, our nation, that you'll heal this uh, uh, divide, that you'll heal these racial tensions, that you'll be with our police officers, and Lord, let them know that you're loved, needed, and appreciated. Uh, Lord, uh, pray that you'll touch the hearts and the minds of those uh, in this nation. They'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I just want to lift up our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger, and Troy Hood, Linda David Feathers, Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I just want to lift up Ron and Thelma Thompson, Josh Hall. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you be with Fran Pear, uh, Eddie and Bonnie Green. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Miss Mousy, and I pray that you'll give her strength and be with her mother, bring healing upon her. Uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, you be with uh, uh, my wife's grandmother, that you bring healing upon her. And Lord, I just pray that um, you be with our president, give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in these difficult times. And Lord, uh, just protection about him and his family. Lord, let our election results be a good one. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and girls for watching this morning. It's always an, an honor and a pleasure to uh, get to do these. And I uh, hope that everybody has a a fabulous day today, a great day. And as always, in closing, if you want to share these devotions here on social media, you can always find me at Dr. Young 77 uh, If your friends or family you think would like to benefit from these or watch these, they can always find me. If they don't do social media, they can always watch on uh, Fountain Life Bible Church, flbconline.com. Watch live there on our website. And or um, after the these devotions are live. I upload these to YouTube, and you can watch on uh, at Dr. Matthias Young. And also, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. But you list all the devotions and all of our sermons uh, right there. Thank you, Miss Robin Foles. Hope you have a great day as well. We love you too. Well, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.